Mastermind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, K-Fings. All right, man. Back in effect. This is episode eight? Yep. Episode eight, man. It's crazy. I, I never never would have thought we'd be here. I never would have thought I had a podcast in general. Most um, most black shows get canceled after eight episodes, so we in the good. Shit, after one. <laughs> you get one black episode, and they, they say something like two black, like... They even say fried chicken. This show is fucking canceled. Remember uh, Atheon Crockett's show? And that mug was going after like oh, three episodes. Oh, my God. If, if you guys don't know who Atheon Crockett is, he's a comedian. Very funny guy. Um, he does a lot of skits and stuff, and he brought that to like Fox, right? It was Fox, Yeah, I think. Jamie Foxx was a producer on it, too. Yeah, that shit got canceled. Yeah. They threw that shit away like a, like a microwavable Hot Pocket. Well, actually, those are good. That's a bad example. <laughs> they, got, they got thrown away like coleslaw because coleslaw is nasty. Coleslaw, all right. <laughs> no, man. Coleslaw is nasty, man. <laughs> Somebody actually tried to say they thought that uh, coleslaw was... I thought black people love coleslaw. <laughs> what kind of fucking black people you been hanging around, man? I would say that black people don't make coleslaw. Like, I've never no. been to a family gathering where... No. Somebody made coleslaw. But, you know, when it's in that KFC little <laughs> 10 for 10 joint. <laughs> you know what? I've never heard a black person say, you know what I'd like to eat right now? Coleslaw. I never heard that. It, the name just sounds terrible. Huh? Yeah, it just. It coleslaw. Coleslaw. It sounds like, sound like something you give an inmate or something. Yeah. Send him to solitary. It got a little bit of race. It got a little bit of racist tone to it, like coleslaw. Like they used to feed coleslaw to slaves. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. Let, let's let's go ahead and uh, let's just change this. Up. Let's get off the slaw. Uh, but if you made if you made it this far to the eighth episode, I want to thank you. Appreciate I, it. Yeah, I want to genuinely thank you for tuning in. Yeah, we got a lot more things coming in the works. Um, but let's go ahead and get right into it, man. Right now, you'll be talking about dating apps. Dating apps. What do you think about them? Okay. Uh, here's my take. Because the ones I've tried before, and it's not like I was legitimately trying to, like, pick up chicks. But, you know, if it would have happened, I would have been, been all for it, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, this is this is my theory. People could disagree all they want. Oh, I would never do that. Oh, I've never done that. No way. You have to meet me in person. I think it's a fucking lie. I think almost everybody has hooked up with somebody they met online. I'm yeah. talking about, like, not, like, intentionally. Maybe somebody you had on Facebook. You were cool with them, like, you know, they posted interesting stuff, and then one thing led to the next, maybe you DM'd her, she DM'd you, you guys, like, laughed, talked, and like, hey, we should meet for lunch, or, yeah. you know, we should do this or that, and then you ended up hooking up. I mean, it's social media, right? You're being social, right? Yeah. Okay, so it's like, don't act like you are you have never hooked up with anybody on social media, or not so much social, or dating app, whatever the case. It's all the same shit. Mm-hmm. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever it is. If if somehow you've connected with someone through that platform, hung out with them, and you guys ended up dating, or you just had a little uh, little fucky fucky sucky sucky, um, <laughs> whatever the case, mm-hmm. you met with somebody on there, and there's nothing wrong with that, man. It's it's, it's nothing to be ashamed of. Yeah, I think um, yeah, it's just you know that. There's not really a difference between um, 
you know, these dating apps and like Facebook and stuff. Not at all. It's just uh, like a concentrated uh, platform usually when it comes to, you know, some of these different uh, dating apps like Match.com and and there's some of them. I think some of them have more more of a stigma than others because someone that uses like eHarmony.com is a really different person than somebody that's on like Tinder or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's so, serious. Yeah, it's like somebody on eHarmony, they legitly, you know, trying to trying to find somebody that, you know, they could spend the rest of their life with, I guess. Yes. And, um, yeah, so I, I guess, it's, you know, there's, uh, I, don't, I don't even think there's a bad aspect to it. I think that, you know, it's all about, you know, what you're looking for. If, if you go out and on these apps or whatever looking for, a legit relationship, then you'll probably find one. If you're going out just looking to hook up, then you'll probably find something like that. Definitely. So I guess it's all about you know what you're what you're looking for. <clears throat> yeah, it's, de- it's definitely how you're how you're utilizing those apps too, mm-hmm. um, because I mean it's it's everything, man. Even the username, it'll be like you're not trying to you're not trying to marry or take a chick serious if her name is like. Anal Princess sixty nine. Oh damn! <laughs> it's like you know what's gonna you know what's going on from there. You know she ain't she ain't looking for no walks on the beach. Mm-hmm. Her profile to say some shit like uh, um, love hot Cheetos. Uh, <laughs> oh, Four locals are the best. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, the E Harmony. That's like like that's like some hardcore. That's probably like busy older people looking for a mate yeah you know what i mean and you know the crazy thing about it too is you know i'm i'm just 33 so i'm exiting that younger that younger crowd and entering like the mid-30s older so it being especially if you're busy it's not as convenient to meet up with people especially uh in in this world we live in where everyone's so tied into social media and then and whatnot so it's harder it's it's became harder to make a genuine um imp, like approach yeah. with women because they're so like everyone is so used to just being connected on this social platform yeah and it's like people don't even like to talk on phones anymore like or it's all they like to do is text so it's like the personal side has been removed you know what i mean yeah you know so at the end of the day it's harder to make a um I, how do you say it? It's harder to make a real connection with people, even when you're actually connected, because you're not seeing anything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just you know they post a picture, you like it. You know, what I mean, it's yeah. like, what is this? Yeah. Is this? It's not real human interaction. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but if you kind of know how to leverage the uh, the apps like Tinder and all that shit, it'll be cool. But I just I didn't take it serious. I had Tinder for three days. I deleted that shit. Yeah. Horrible. That's like a um, that's like that's like a young man's game. Yes, <clears throat> very. I think um, yes, there there is a benefit to it. There's um, there there's some jobs that people work, and you know if you're working you know forty plus hours a week, and exactly. you may just be working around um your coworkers all day. Yep, and you know you may never have the opportunity to go out in the world and you know f- find a mate. So. I guess Definitely. that's where where these um, these dating apps come in come in hand. Definitely, and you know the last thing you want to do is fuck your coworkers. If you work with the, yeah. <laughs> if you work with a lot of women or whatever, I don't really recommend it. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but if it happens, it happens. Just make sure it's with somebody to keep the mouth shut. But oftentimes, I, that just won't work either. Yeah. You know? But that's what happens with people when they're at work a lot and, you know, they see Susie over there and she's looking good holding that paperwork and, uh, <laughs> you know, <and laughs> Susie's looking at you and you're looking at Susie and then Susie's like, hey, um, we're having a party over at, at so-and-so's house after work. You can stop by if you like. Mm-hmm. And then that, that type of social outing becomes your route to hooking up with her, you know, and that's, I mean, that's not a bad thing, but it is from a, from a um, professional standpoint. You don't want to mix business with pleasure. So you bet, you're kind of better off taking, taking your chances out in the world, in my opinion. Yeah. But, you know, hey, if it happens, it happens. I think almost, I won't say all of us, but a majority of people have hooked up with coworkers too. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit here and act, we're not going to sit here and act like it's never happened. I never hooked up it. No, because I never done. Okay. I, I believe you. Mm-hmm. Right. Lies, I tell you. Lies. Lies. <clears throat> Ain't nothing wrong with it, folks. It's completely normal. If if you've done the whole, uh, if you're hooked up with someone before online, you know, it's not like you just said, come to my house. It's like you actually, if you actually met with the person, mm-hmm. you had dialogue, um, you guys went out, talked, you know, you got a good vibe from her, she got good vibes from you, whatever the case, and then you guys went and hooked up later. You made that decision like you know like it was a cons- obviously a consensual decision between both parties yeah and you had a fun time there's n- we're adults there's nothing wrong with that mm-hmm. you know so you know it's just there's like this perception people hide behind now yeah like and the funny thing is the, the main people to be like i never i would never do that i would never do that i'm not no hoe wow i would never do that and it's like Come on, girl, stop. Those be the main ones. Those be the main ones doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm not judging. I'm not judging anyone. It's just like people automatically feel judged for being normal. Mm-hmm. Like I get it. I just like whatever you do. Don't feel ashamed. Don't be ashamed. Like everybody's doing this shit, man. Everybody's mm-hmm. doing it, or yeah. a majority, not everybody. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, the day naps. Um, I don't have too much experience with them. I did the, the tender and the plenty of fish. Oh, the plenty of fish was terrible, dude. That that's um that's bad. Yeah, like I, like I said before, the the whatever dating app they have a a certain stigma, and usually Definitely. people go into those knowing what they're looking for. Definitely. So something like plenty of fish is like you gonna find plenty of fish. Yeah. And some some of them might actually smell like fish. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Nemo looking ass. <laughs> Dory. Yeah. Do- <laughs> no man, like I'm just gonna be completely honest from what I've seen. When I got on there, I guess some people like the way that they they like some of the profiles I seen. I was like, why am I even on this shit? Like, why am I even looking at it? Like, it's some like some of them just. The way they portray themselves, they just seem really undesirable. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think that that the women that feel desired don't even use apps. I think those same women, all they do is post a picture and they got fucking 900 people chasing them. Yeah. Women that feel desired are always being chased. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. They don't feel the need to chase. So, I, I'm, I mean, I'm not saying that they don't ever do it. But I could, I could, I can't really see a woman who is just drop dead gorgeous chasing after a man. Mm-hmm. They might give you little hints that they feeling you, but 
they're not going to be like, hey, I would really like to hang out. I really, I don't see that. Yeah. I just don't see that. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, unless, yeah. Unless you, I guess, unless you have a certain status. Exactly. Yeah. Because I remember I was, um, I was on the Straight Outta Compton. Uh, I was an extra in the movie. And all the extras, basically, we you go to, um, you go to like the LA Zoo, and then they have buses that take you from the LA Zoo to the set of the movie. Just because, you know, LA traffic is crazy. So, like, it was just more convenient to have a bunch of people park in a place where there's a lot, a huge parking lot. Yeah. Um, so we go there, we go, and then there was this girl on the, um, that was also on the bus, and you could tell she was like, she was like well put together. She had like a nice dress on and stuff like that. And, um, you could tell she was just like, on a mission, sort of. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not, not in the bad. Like I I'm not trying to say she was like a groupie or anything like that. But she, she knew what she was doing. Definitely. She knew, she knew that you know there was going to be eyes on her and people were going to be kind of looking at her. She kind of just got on the bus and sat by herself. And and uh, even when she came, like they, they, I don't know if they put her on. I have to go back and look at the movie, but she um you know they even pulled like specifically pulled her out to be like in certain portions of the like being an extra to where like you know yeah. she may get a little bit more camera time and stuff stuff like that so it kind of worked out for her and i remember even when we was walking out uh, ice cube son uh he made a i forget exactly what he said but he made a comment it was comedy he was just like dang like he just like he just gave uh me and my boy he, like one of those comments like like we all know what's going on here. Yeah, and this girl is um, banging. So yeah, yeah, definitely. So that that's the kind of thing. Like she's like I, like we were saying. Like she's not chasing nobody. No. She's she knows like you know she got enough confidence about herself to know yep. that you know whenever she walks in a room, people are gonna gravitate towards her. Yeah, and here's the thing though. Here's the thing. A woman like that, she doesn't she doesn't think you like her, bro. She knows you do. There's a difference. Yeah. Even if you don't want her, yeah, she knows you want her. You could just be with a lot of women. They they feel so desired that you know you could literally say, "Hey, excuse me, I'm not from here. Do you know how to get to Lincoln Street?" Right? Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, "Oh," and they'll brush you off and walk away like you just fucking tried to get their number. And it's like, "Look, girl, I yeah. don't want you. Yeah. I just asking you where the fuck Lincoln Street is at <laughs> because." They women get approached so much. They they develop um, they develop this the way that they they develop this behavior. Yeah, this this behavior that's like everybody wants me. Yeah. I don't want to be bothered. I'm, and it's just like that's why I'm really not attracted to tens. I was telling somebody else that I'm not attracted to tens. I like regular women. Yeah. I like you know chicks that are college students. You know moms, shit like that. Yeah, a ten is good to look at. That's it. Mm-hmm. But if you think about a 10, 10s is usually, they the ones that be, uh, they be, uh, <clears throat> they be having dinner with like ASAP Rocky and like Snoop Dogg because mm-hmm. they looks put them in these places. They're so desired by so many people. Yeah. You know, that it doesn't matter. I actually, I, I put something on Instagram. I was joking around. I said, a ch- uh, I said a chick. A hot chick could work at fucking Arby's and have a million followers. Like she does not yeah. have to. She she doesn't have to have any fucking talent. Mm-hmm. All she got to do is look good. No talent, not funny, nothing. No sense of humor. All she got to do is be hot. Yeah. 
That's for real. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the dating apps kind of—I wouldn't say they're for undesirable women completely. Maybe there's some for some women that want to actually meet a guy and take him serious. But like Tinder and um, and POF, I don't know about that. But yeah, that uh, I guess there's you know there's always examples of people finding a real relationship. I know probably like three people that met online and they're actually married now. So. Wow, you know, there's uh, there's always examples of, you know, people using these dating apps successfully. But I guess it, it it more so it matters what your intentions it or what your intentions are. Yeah. So if you go in and let you lay out your intentions, you know, up front, then you know you can cut through the BS real quick. Because there's probably someone out there that's looking for the same thing as you. If Definitely. you're like, you know, if you're, you know, your mid thirties and you still out here trying to play a young man's game. Yeah, that's not cool. You know, you're gonna you're not gonna find any anything out there. But if you you know, you're 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 in your mid thirties, you're looking to settle down and then you find someone else that's, you know, on the same wave as you, then you know, you might you may run into somebody that, you know, you can genuinely build something with. Yeah, that's true. And you know, I think the best way and this is just my opinion, I think the best way to uh attract or I say the best way to attract in general will be to better yourself. Yeah. I mean, that's the only way. That's my only. I think if you, um, whatever your status is currently, if you think you can do better, then do better. Yeah. Get in better shape. Yeah. Um, get a better job. Um, fix your teeth up if your teeth is crooked. Do whatever you need to do to better yourself as a man. So by the time you do meet a woman that you think is worth something, you'll be more prepared for that situation rather than, you know, just chasing a whole bunch of chicks on POF or whatever. Yeah. Like, make yourself more desirable as a man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know if that really makes a whole lot of sense, but just make yourself more desirable as a person. Yeah. You know, so you don't, you ain't got to be fronting or none of that. I think, you know, you'll, you'll if you're one of those people that are just, like, chasing women all over the internet, that's bad. Um, and you want to be in like a real relationship or something, I think you'll you'll realize that like once you you know whatever field you're in or whatever you want to do with your life, once you're like so focused on you know bettering yourself um, in whatever aspect you're you're trying to better yourself in, you'll realize that like people will start to pay more and more attention to you. Yeah. So even if you even if you're not like a social media heavy person or you know, you're not on Facebook or Instagram or Snapchat a lot, um, and you're and you're um, you know you're just trying to better yourself. People people will see the progress. You know, you may, you know, like you said, like if you're working out, <clears throat> people are going to see that transformation where, you know, you're starting to you know you're starting to drop weight. Even you, Eddie. You know, I remember when you was, um, you know, consistently working out, and you know you had dropped a lot of weight. I remember there was a lot of you know, young tenderonies sliding in, <laughs> sliding in the inbox trying to get advice. Yeah, yeah. I give him, give him some advice. <laughs> yeah, but you know, the whole thing about it is, it's like bettering yourself. Though it's not so much to get attention. Yeah, it's more or less to put you on this this high. You know, it's like everyone wants to reach like this pinnacle or apex in their own life you know they want to make as much money as they've ever made uh they want to be in the best shape they've ever been in they want to 
the physically look the best they've ever looked. Mm-hmm. And I think that once you reach those things, people can't help but to see that. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're true. like, fuck, look at this guy. Like, yeah. you're like, oh, how have you been? I haven't seen you in a long time. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, okay. Now everything's good uh, ever since you never texted me back. But uh, exactly. every, everything is still the, still the same. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. why don't you ever text me? Hey, I hate that, by the way. Yeah. You're texting a chick and you guys are like hanging out or whatever and then she just stops texting you, which is fine. Nobody has to stick around. Nobody has to like you. But if you've made that commitment to not liking me, I respect that. But don't see me out in public and be like, why don't you text me? (laughs) Well, uh, there's this thing called uh, responding that you didn't do. She just wants you to keep blowing her up. You want to keep hitting you up, man. You got me fucked up. (laughs) I may not be fucking El- Idris Elba, but I'll tell you what. I, I'm not going to let you run me over. I'm supposed to be texting your ass back and forth. Hey, what are you doing? It, you'll basically be texting yourself, which is not good, ever. Yeah. How you doing? Good. Yeah. Like, if a girl ever gives, like, a super small response, like, Hardy says something, don't fucking even. Just be like, all right, or whatever the case. Or don't respond and just stop texting her because she ain't feeling you. That energy is not going to you, bro. Yeah. Whatever energy y'all had, that shit going somewhere else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are not the one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, oh, my bad. You got something else to add on that, dog? Nope. All right. So, basically, if you're, if you're uh, using dating apps, whether it's to, um, you know, take someone seriously and probably tie the knot, or if you're just trying to fuck, good luck. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, refocusing and starving your distractions. A lot of times, whenever we want to, whenever we're trying to do something important, we have to refocus mm-hmm. and we have to starve our distractions. Now, I've seen people, you know, post these things, and and you know, this is kind of like it's really cliche, but it's actually a fact. I'll give you an example of what my, my well, example of one of my journeys. Um, right now, I, I won't get into too much detail, but I'm, I'm really focusing on doing something big in my life. And uh, I took myself off of um, Facebook. The reason why I did that is because Facebook does not have a direct, there's not, there's not a direct correlation between me being stagnant in any area and Facebook, but there is an there is an area that I pay too much attention to certain things. Mm-hmm. Social media uh, or or Facebook in specific, I'll be clicking on that on that icon too much, looking at what somebody said or looking at this, looking at that, and by me taking that away, I could now use all my focus and all my attention to something else that makes more sense. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't do me any good having this app that doesn't do anything. What's the point? Mm-hmm. You know, in the grand scheme, you don't need it. You don't need Facebook. You don't need Twitter. You don't need Instagram. You don't need any of this shit. But if you feel like there's anything, it doesn't have to be just social media. If you feel like anything is hogging your distraction, I mean, it's, it's hogging your attention and it's not making you more money. It's not making you a better person. It's not making you any smarter. Cut that shit off. Yeah. 
And that's why I cut off Facebook. I don't know how long I'm going to be off it. I don't have no idea, but I just know I'm not going to be on it for a while. I caught, I caught myself posting statuses too often. I caught myself um, uh, uh, being entertained by hogwash bullshit and articles and reading things that don't mean nothing. Yeah. And social media is just regurgitated bullshit and a whole bunch of things that don't deserve your attention. Mm-hmm. Put that shit somewhere. Open a fucking book for once. That's for real. You know, find something that that find something that will that causes you to use your brain. Yeah. Facebook, you're not using your brain. You know, so figure out what is what is figure out what you're giving your energy to that's not giving you anything back and cut it off. I don't give a fuck if it's a person. If you're looking at your girl and you like, man. Like, I'm just so tired of this. You're mm. going to have to leave her, bro. If you want to better yourself, sometimes you got to cut people off. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, man. That's uh, that's 100% true. I think for me, I, I don't know. Like, I don't... I'm not a big social media user. But um, I don't use it, I, I guess, in the same aspect as, uh, you know, most people do. I do find myself, like, sometimes... Um, just scrolling through, you know, scrolling through Instagram or scrolling through um, Facebook and stuff like that. So, like like you were saying, I just exactly. kind of had to find find different hobbies. Like, you know, this summer, um, pretty much after I finished school in December, I started reading more. I think I've read like three books this summer, which is probably the most books I've ever read in my life in that same time span. So, like, that, you know, that was one of the things that, you know, I, I picked up on a little bit more. Books about, you know, just bettering yourself. Mostly, like, self-help books and books about business. Books about, you know, setting goals and accomplishing them. And books about, like, screenwriting and stuff like that. So, those are the um, things I've kind of been consumed with. And, and, and also just doing, um, like, practicing your hobby. So... Yeah. Like I'll go out and um, you know, I, like I just helped my boy out a few weeks ago on his um short film just kind of giving a helping hand whether it's, you know, helping with the sound on a movie or helping with the camera or um, you know, going to help people shoot uh, you know, just stuff for their own businesses businesses. I know a couple people that they got their own um businesses and stuff, so I would help them you know, shoot little videos so they could post on Instagram and stuff like that. So just kind of, you know, keeping the keeping the juices flowing just because sometimes, um, you know, being a social media addict is basically implying that you have like too much idle time. True. So you, if you can consume that idle time that you have with doing stuff that can better yourself, then... Um, you'll be, you know, you'll be better off in the long run. True. Because social media is, it's, it has its benefits, but, you know, for the most part. It has its, it's drawbacks. Not, yeah, it's not, you know, the, what I see on Twitter is like a bunch of people posting, a bunch of people striving to get a lot of likes. Yeah. Like everyone wants to have a viral tweet about you know, whatever was trending that day, whether it's Kanye West or the, you know, the basketball game or, you know, stuff on Instagram. Everyone wants to post a funny Instagram video 
or Facebook, people usually just posting stuff about nothing. Like Yeah, pretty much. It's just like a whole lot of nonsense. A whole lot of shit. Yeah. And, you know, they may, or they, you know, posting some unpopular opinion that they have and they right. think they're cool or whatever. But, um, yeah, so, you know, if you just consume yourself with a hobby, you know, you may, every, everyone has a hobby that, you know, they like to do. There's even, there's even people that have hobbies that they kind of wish they would start, but in the back of their mind, they feel like they're not good at it already and they're not really willing to put in the work. But this is like the time, instead of, you know, scrolling through social media, maybe look up something on YouTube of how to actually do Thank you. You know, whatever it is you want to do and then, you know, practice that thing every day for however many hours and then, you know, get better at it. Exactly. And you know what? Even if you don't have a lot of idle time, but within that time, you still look at Facebook, you're still wasting time. Yeah. And me, I'm a pretty busy guy, but at the same time, I had enough time to post a status or post multiple statuses in a day, yeah. whether it's cracking jokes or whatever it is. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. That that time that I had, it could have been used more wisely. It could have been used to to look up something I didn't know. It could have been used. It could have been a thought. I, and maybe I don't even have to look anything up. Maybe mm-hmm. if I just was able to think freely, I'd be like, oh, I should try this one day. Oh, maybe I should look at this. Mm-hmm. You should be able to tap into parts of your brain. For every minute you use on on Facebook or whatever social media, you could be tapping into a part of your brain that you don't use all that often. Yeah. So it's just a big waste of fucking time being on there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. then the, the people that really kill me are the ones that are messy on social media. Yeah. Like, you don't got nothing to fucking do. <laughs> You're screenshotting people. You're posting subliminal stuff. Yeah, and it's just like, as adults, I think that is the lowest you can go. Yeah. Like, I see that I see, and, and I see that more than I should. And it's people in their 30s. Like, if you're in your 30s, you should be old enough to understand that good people come a dime a dozen. Mm-hmm. Like, if you get done wrong by people or they steal from you or they lie to you, you still ain't got to put them on blast. Just let them go and pray for them, man. Mm-hmm. And if you're not a like a a whole like a biblical person, mm-hmm. then just let them go. Ain't no need to screenshot people and blast, putting them on blast and exposing people. Like yeah. that doesn't help you. Yeah. You need to do something better with yourself, man. If you if you legitimately instead of screenshotting people and putting them on blast, what if you went to a homeless shelter and fed the homeless? Mm-hmm. What if you what if you helped a little kid how to ride a bike? Yeah. What if you threw a kid a football that ain't got a dad? What if you, you know, it's all kinds of shit that you could be doing that, but we don't do it because we, and we put ourselves in places that don't pay us back. Mm-hmm. Like I'd rather help a kid that don't know how to read, how to read very good. Yeah. Because I could be helping mold a young man's life. You know, teaching him how to read can make him want to learn even more in other areas. Yeah. I think, I think, um, you know, kind of going to that point, Mm -hmm. which is kind of like, this is kind of like a terrible example, Mm -hmm. but, um, like I was just on this like kick of trying to like maximize, um, my time. And a lot of people, when they use the bathroom, they, you know, they're scroll through Snapchat or they'll scroll through Instagram while they're sitting on a toilet or something like Mm -hmm. that. Um, but I had got to the point to where I was, 
I was just like cracking open my because I have like a couple of ebooks. Yeah. So I'll open up my Amazon Kindle app and then I'll just, you know, read a couple of pages from that while I'm using the toilet versus like just sitting there um, scrolling through whatever social media and just looking at nonsense. So you could just, uh, you know, maximize that that time. True. I, I just I personally think that you mentioning being on a toilet was completely irrelevant to what I was saying earlier. No, I'm not <laughs> we don't need to know that. <laughs> but you know what? Honestly, I, I just think that the whole phone thing on the toilet, I'm not big on that. Because mm. I, I grew up at a time where you used the newspaper or nothing else. Oh, and with, with me, I just want to fucking, if I'm on the toilet, I just want to, you know, just take a dump and get the fuck out. <laughs> I leave my phone on the charger when I'm in there. I just get on the toilet and get out. I just don't. Okay, first of all. I don't understand the whole cell phone or newspaper thing. Like, if you're taking a dump. Or a magazine. Or the other magazine. First of all, I'm we not reading. used re- to have the, uh, huh? they used to have a Playboy magazine underneath the little Yeah. <laughs> so, you mean, why would you want to have a boner while you're taking a shit? <laughs> like, I don't want to look at titties while I'm on the toilet. <laughs> I'm looking at nicely shaved vaginas. Nicely shaved vaginas and titties while I'm trying to take a dump. Like, don't. That, I do not want to be in a position where I'm having a boner and I'm trying to use it. That's weird. That sounds crazy. And then to make it worse, imagine if you leave your magazines in the bathroom. Now somebody comes picking them up. Yeah. So like, Jesus, fecal week. matter all over. You got, you dang. got, you got poopity scoop all over the damn <laughs> magazines. You got poopity scoop all on Pamela Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got all the all the classic. Playboys and some people actually keep Playboys in their bathroom. I've seen it before. Yeah, my my friend's dad had a couple of magazines. And it's like my and this is my question: Are you at that point when you're on the toilet? Are you reading it to to actually look at the women? Or are you reading the articles or what are you what are you what are you looking at? Yeah. My thing is this: I just don't know how you how you look at a woman, especially a woman naked who is obviously very attractive, and not get aroused by it. Mm-hmm. Like if you're just on the toilet taking a shit, like do 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 do, like what's going on, right? Like, yeah, that, sound, that don't even sound right. Hell no, that don't sound right. And, and okay, here's my thing. Regardless of what it is, Playboy, uh, newspaper, whatever. If you're on the toilet and you're reading the newspaper, that means you ain't wiping. That means you just you just got stuff marinating back there and you ain't wiping it out. <laughs> Like, dude, when I'm done, I'm done. I got things to do. I, you know, I could read that newspaper once I get off the toilet. I would have friends. I would. I, I remember I was in college. One of my roommates used to be like playing like phone games on oh, that, my God. playing games on their phone on their toilet, and you just hear the freaking sound effects ringing out through the bathroom. That's nasty. And then they'll get out, and then they'll be like, "Oh my gosh, my my legs are dead," or "Oh my gosh, my foot is asleep." No it's shit. Like, Duh, you, you've been fucking forty minutes. Yeah, you sitting on the toilet for you know you pay half hour. Fucking playing Candy Crush while you're crushing a big piece of shit out of your ass. <laughs> get off the toilet, smart guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's not cool. Yeah, that sounds crazy. The only time that you should ever have numb legs on the toilet is if you got stomach problems that day. Is if you ate Taco Bell. Yeah, oh, Taco Bell fuck you up. Yeah. I've had times with Taco Bell, I was like, that wasn't actually that bad. <laughs> and I had other times where I was like, help me Jesus. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But, I think one, one thing mm-hmm. with the idle time, too, is um, what I found myself doing is I go to uh, church 
more consistently now. That's good. So that's like something, you know, usually there's nothing to do on Sundays if like if it's not football season or if it's um, you know, even if it's, you know, maybe the uh the um the end of the like halfway through the the basketball season they start to have like the Sunday night games on ABC or something yeah. like that, but for the rest of the year you ain't really doing nothing, so, you know, just go to church or something if you're religious. Get that good word in you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I I mean, you'd be surprised how much time you were wasting once you stop involving yourself in the things that you used to do. Mm -hmm. Typically, people that are unsuccessful or not that successful in life have a bunch of distractions. You want to know why I know that? Because I was one of them. Yeah. For many years, I was just always in the middle of always doing stuff and, you know, and... (laughs) Just all the the things that we do commonly just don't contribute to our lives, man. We act like we act like it's not a big deal when it's a huge deal. Mm-hmm. Got to stop. You got to stop feeding our distractions, and pretty much all of social media is a distraction. And unless you're using social media to leverage your business, it is a fucking distraction. All the selfies. All the quotes, all the memes, all the posts are all a fucking waste of time. Yeah, you could be you could be utilizing that time better. Yep. So, all right, moving along. School shootings. Why do they keep happening? What is the reason, or why do so many young people feel the need to go into school and shoot multiple people? Um, I have my uh, theories mm-hmm. as of why this is happening, mm-hmm. and it kind of it's kind of funny how when we talk about different subjects, we end up talking about social media multiple times. And the reason why it, it, we do that is because social media has changed the scope of the world. Yeah, like everything has changed because of it. How we interact, what we do, how we dress, what we say, culture, everything has been turned upside down due to it and i think the only conversations that i have in my normal life that like social media is never really brought up is with like my parents or like my aunts that are yes like before social media yes that don't even have social media yes so i guess that's but yeah go ahead yeah no 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 that was actually a really good point Mm mm-hmm and to add to that before you know we get into that is that sometimes with elderly people I'm kind of I'm kind of uh uh envious in a way sometimes mm-hmm. because they don't know what the fuck's going on in this world mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't know the whole iPhone all that shit elderly people are just like what is that and what is this you know they come from a time where none of this shit was relevant yeah all right now here's my theory about school shootings I believe social media has a whole lot to do with it. And the reason why I say that is because we live in a world now where bullying and and self-hate and everything is so much more accessible because social media is like the it's like the highest it's like the high speed railway to hate, bigotry, racism, sexism, everything and it's so fast and rapid. And the funny thing is is like the kid that's that's like a loner, that's a weirdo, you know, he's getting made fun of on social media. He's getting made fun of at school. 
he doesn't have friends and he's looking at his life and and what social media indirectly does with people is it has people comparing each other's lives now imagine you being some 15 year old kid that's like ostracized and made fun of and called a weirdo and all this and now you're comparing yourself to the people that are talking bad about you so now bullying has been raised that the 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 bar on bullying has been raised since I was in school because these kids can't take it. They're being beat down left and right over and over. It's just like little kids commit suicide. Um, a lot of uh, uh, people, a lot of young men and women that come out as gay are killing themselves. All kinds of shit's going on. And all that is, there's definitely a correlation. Is it the root cause? I'm not saying it's always the root cause but it's definitely a key contributor to these shootings. Mm -hmm. You know, there was a guy that had a YouTube channel that was, uh, that nobody really paid attention to. And he was, it was premeditated. He said, they're going to see, they're all going to find out. They're going to find out, watch. And basically the guy was mad because women would not talk to him. They didn't like him. He said that he was tired of them. The girls running off, having sex with all these jocks and all these different guys and how none of them liked him how you know he didn't really have any friends and his youtube channel was taken down after he had there was a mass shooting i think this happened uh, i don't want to lie i'm trying to figure out where exactly it did take place but i believe it was in california and uh he ended up killing himself and what that what that what that showed me because they showed his youtube channel a little bit of it on facebook before it was completely taken down it shows me what goes on through these people's minds before they do these acts of terrorism. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it has to do with them comparing themselves with other people. And looking at social media is the worst thing that somebody could do when they're lonely or they're, um, they're suicidal or they're whatever because it's going to make those... It's going gonna, it's gonna to activate those feelings and make them 10 times stronger. So now they're going to they're gonna act out irrationally because... Not only because they're hurting inside, but they want to hurt other people. In addition to, they want to be known and remembered. See, a lot of the reason why these shootings happen too is because these people are not known for anything. Nobody pays these kids attention. You know, they're like, oh, look at that fucking weirdo. That's the most attention they get. Mm -hmm. But by them killing, shooting, and robbing people of their, their lives they will be now remembered as that kid that went crazy. They'd rather be remembered for doing anything than just sitting there and being who they are because they hate themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. I, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's a crazy situation. I don't know um, what the real reason is. I know, I know back in maybe the early 2000s, um, there was, Everyone's just searching for an answer, so no one really knows the answer. Um, but before social media was popular, they were blaming it on video games. They thought all these, you know, violent, you know, Grand Theft Autos and all these games were like <clears throat> forcing uh, or like, you know, making kids more contributing. Yeah, contributing to the fact that you know these kids are um, going around, you know, with these mass shootings and all this all this crazy stuff. So, um, but I guess, you know, no one really, no one really knows the answer. I think, I think now one thing that we can point to is definitely the mental health 
yes. we know for a fact that you know a lot of these kids are dealing with a bunch of mental health issues as Definitely. far as like depression and schizophrenia and all kind of different stuff and um along with that i do think that 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 um since the news is so tangible now definitely that as soon as something hits the waves that you know you can instantly see it on your phone versus you know waiting to turn your tv on to see it um that almost um makes kids more aware of what they can do to solve their problems once they're having these mental struggles exactly. or if, whether it's bullying or they're depressed or whatever whatever the case may be they see it happening over and over on TV and they feel like they can solve their issues in a similar way so it, it's just I, you can kind of you know compare to pretty much like anything that you're doing if you if you're if you're a person that you know you're trying to start a business the first thing you're going to do is, you know, go look on the internet to see how to start your business. Exactly. If you're a person that's looking to solve bullying um, and you look something up on the internet, you may be like, oh, okay, it's easy to, you know, go get dad's gun and exactly. go shoot everyone at the school and, you know, make them as miserable as I feel. Exactly. And, you know, and then kill myself and then everything will be good. Exactly. That's that's the logic yeah. that they have. It's obviously very non-logical, but mm -hmm. that's the logic they've been reduced to because they're not they they're they're missing the screw up there. There's mm -hmm. definitely something wrong. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of it also has to do with the fact that we have been desensitized. We don't recognize when a young person is going through something. You know, mm -hmm. I'm I'm the type of person if I see somebody going through something, I'll be like, "Hey, um Hey, how you doing? Is everything cool? You good? Mm -hmm. You know, I'd rather be the person. That, okay, let's say that I work at a high school. I'd rather be the type of person to talk to a young person. Say they can tell me anything. Let's talk. I just want to make sure you're okay. Yeah. A lot of these teachers also aren't doing their job. Because mm -hmm. a lot of time of the bullying and things are going on, it goes on. It just goes right over their heads. They don't catch it. And a lot of times... As adults, even if we don't have kids, for example, I don't have kids, but I've seen little kids get in fights and I break it up. Like, hey, you go that way, you go that way. We need to intervene more. Mm -hmm. We don't intervene enough as adults. And we also, we also come down too hard on young people for doing the same shit we did. We need to take a realistic look mm -hmm. at certain things. You know, um... And actually talk to them. Let them know it's not the way. Yeah. You know, um, and we don't do that enough. Mm -hmm. So there's so many key contributors. I can't just say social media is the root cause to why these shootings are happening. And they also say, well, these parents, they're not parenting. Let me tell you something, man. We've reached a whole new time. You could be a great parent and still have a fucked up kid. Yeah. You know, and this world is not going to make it any. The world has made it harder to be a parent. Because now it's gotten to the point to where you think you got an angel for a daughter, but your your girl, your daughter is out there having sex with all kinds of boys behind your back because they got Instagram. They got uh, uh, Snapchat. They got all kinds. You think your son is just this great football player, but he tried to force himself on a couple girls and now he's locked up. 
Mm-hmm. It's all kinds of shit going on, and you never really truly know who a person is or what they're going through or what's going on. So that's why I, I had to mention social media because people are... Social media is a world within itself. It's like there's two worlds. There's social media and then there's reality that we live in. And I feel like those two worlds are intertwining too much. Mm-hmm. Like the shit that we had that we see and pe- what people do on social media is, 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 is there's so much confliction between that and reality that there's just problems, man. Yeah. It's just problems. And I, and I see it. It's like, and, and you, you'd be surprised how differently people will conduct themselves. Like the same guy that's really quiet and hardly has any friends will be the same guy acting like the coolest person in the world on social media because he hates who he truly is. Yeah. Now imagine you, you, you take that situation and change it to where a person that just hates everybody and wants to kill them. Like, these things are legitimately taking place. So, I mean, do I have an answer all the way? No. Yeah. Uh, but I remember a time where school shootings were very rare, hardly ever happened. The very high, the very first high-profile school shooting I seen was Columbine. I was in the eighth grade. Mm-hmm. And it was unheard of that somebody was shooting at school, but now they're shooting at theaters, churches. Yeah. Uh, uh, elementary schools nothing is off fucking limits yeah and I and my thing is this I'm not anti-gun at all but more guns is not the fucking answer yeah that doesn't make sense that doesn't make any sense one thing um, that I have seen a little bit is like there's some black people that will point to this idea that um only white people are doing these mass shootings and, you know, it's not like a problem in the black community. Um, what it's like, we, a lot of, you know, these, obviously these mass shootings, I don't, I can't think of any, um, black kid that has done any of these mass shootings. I guess part of it, there's like different factors that plays into it, like maybe access to weapons and stuff like that. But like mass shootings, um, it's not the same thing, but we also suffer from like a lot of gang violence. Yes. So yeah, and a lot of the mental issues that these um, kids that are doing these mass shootings have, a lot of those same uh, mental health issues that those white kids have, a lot of you know black kids mm-hmm. have in our own communities, whether it's like anxiety or like you know you have uh, short tempers or you know just you know whatever the case may be. Um, and you know that, you know, there is a certain like psychopathic element to like this idea that you can kill someone and just be okay with it. So for, you know, whoever's doing these mass shootings at the schools or whatever, and like the gangster that can go kill somebody for wearing a different color is like essentially like the same person. So, you know, I think in the, in the, in the black community, we have to be careful with just saying like this is just like a white issue. It's a issue. white issue. It's yeah. White. Nah, man. It's everybody issue. You know yeah. why? Because everybody getting shot. And if yeah. your kid go to that school, he could be shot too. Yeah. So we we got to figure this shit out. I think when it comes down to it, a lot of the issues that are facing this country, we can't say, oh, that's just white people. They need to fix that shit. 
mm-hmm. or they, or or black, or white people saying that's black people they need to stop doing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not how issues get resolved because we all unfortunately <laughs> we all live in this world together. Yeah, I meant that uh, sarcastically, but <laughs> we all live in this world together, so we got to figure it out. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what exactly you know the, the security risk and. You know, they're doing security tests on how to stop the shootings and all of this. But, yeah, man, if somebody want to get crazy with a gun, they could do it anywhere. Yeah. One you, could thing, be, you could be a subway and somebody run in there and just start shooting. Yeah. I had put this on Twitter the other day. Um, it basically said that the thing that I hate about politics is that politics starts to trickle into yes. things that aren't even political. Yeah. So... Solving, like, having some sort of gun reform to ensure that there aren't as many mass shootings at schools, like, that's not political. No. Because, like, a person's life, there shouldn't, there should, a human life, there shouldn't be any politics involved in, like, keeping people alive. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, like, we have to find out a way to come together and create something that, you know, can keep these kids safe. Because no one wants to, you know, you can't just send your kid to school with a gun to think that that's going to protect them. Oh, yeah. I know there's parents probably doing that shit, yeah. too. I guarantee you there's yeah. kids, here, take this shotgun and put it in your back. Your yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It just, that's not really how life works. No. But one, I guess, one way to prevent anyone from dying is to not have any guns in the school. True. One way to ensure that multiple people are going to die is to give everyone in the room a gun. That's not going to prevent people from dying. That's going to just ensure that, you know, more people kill each other. Because if you have access to something, you're probably going to, you know, try to use it. True. So, I don't know. We just got a lot of figuring out to do. Yeah. Yeah, we, we got a lot of figuring out to do. And this this is a very complex issue. Mm-hmm. As much as people say, it's very simple. Parents need to stop parenting. That That's not... Saying that parents need to start parenting, first of all, everybody parents different. Mm-hmm. So you you would be overstepping your bounds saying that people that have crazy kids mm-hmm. are, are not parenting correctly. Because yeah. what I've seen before is a parent that's... Parents that are, you know, a, a parent of five or six... And one of them is a is a freaking astronaut. The other one is a cop. The other one's a fireman, and one of them is a drug addict. Yeah. So you're a lot of times some people just have bad kids. Mm-hmm. Bad kids exist. Mm-hmm. It's just an individual trait. It's not like our parents mold our and shape our whole lives because they're not perfect either. A parent, especially a new parent, is just new at this shit. They just yeah. learning how to. How to raise a child themselves. Mm-hmm. So you can't sit there and say, now, bad, bad parents do exist. You know the ones that like let their kids run around the whole fucking store and punch people for no reason? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those are bad parents. I would say that. But ultimately, man, you can't just narrow it down to that. There's so many contributing factors. Parenting may go into that. Mm-hmm. Social media definitely goes into that. Uh, the, the, uh, the appropriation of violence that we have goes into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we well, we will clearly have um, uh, video games blowing people's heads off and shit like that. Yeah. Um, action movies where killing people is funny and dope, and they it's, they've they've done it to where they've turned it into comedies where people 
like slicing zombies' heads off, cracking jokes about it, and stuff like all those things have just became so normal in society mm-hmm. that it just it affects people, man. Mm-hmm. It affects them, and unfortunately, we see it every day. Actually, ironically enough, as we're sitting here talking on this podcast, there was a um, a Parkland shooting in Florida. There, it's called Voices of Parkland Healing Out Loud. So. It's got all the police officers and students and everybody's over there hugging each other. And it's just like, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. How many times do we got to see this shit? Yeah. They're, I'm going to keep it real with you. Yeah. A lot of this stuff that goes on, like the Parkland shooting and um, whatever. Uh, what, what was, what, can we name another one that happened? Yeah, there's a ton of them. Yeah, I can't even Where think of one start? right Yeah, I can't think of one right now. But or the, like the Las Vegas one, yeah. Um, yeah, I, ju- I, can't, I can't bring myself to follow every single detail no, about like what's going on. Like I, sometimes I'll, I'll I'll trickle into it. Um, I'll look it up a little bit, and after that, I'm just kind of off of it, just because it's so much. Like it's really sad. Like if you if like stuff like that, like can really affect my mood. So I just can't yeah. be walking around all day. Yeah, thinking about you know, mass shootings and stuff because it'll really, like, screw me over. Yeah, I can't give my energy to it. Yeah. All, all just, you can do is pray. Yeah. All you can do is pray for the people. Yeah. And I know that that's getting really, actually getting annoying to hear. Yeah. And the reason why I say that is it's not because, oh, you know, I don't believe in God. or I'm not, not, not at all. It's not that. Yeah. It's just the fact that I'm getting tired of saying pray on it when somebody lost their kid. They lost their daughter. They lost their son. They lost their husband or their wife. And I'm telling people, just pray about it. Man, we got to figure this shit out. The, you know what people what bothers me too? Is there are people that will... They will say that... Um, so, most people believe that you know there should be... I don't want to say most people. Some people believe that there should be some sort of gun reform yeah. because of the fact that there are so many mass shootings. And then there, were people that, there will be people that will like counter that by saying... Oh, they're just trying to strip us of our guns, so you oh, know the God. military can come in our homes, and that could be this yeah, like total yeah. anarchy and like, yeah. cra- and we won't have any guns. It's just like, this stupid. like this is like that. Just sounds like martial law. Yeah, they, yeah, knock that's, it off, bro. Yeah. You're just a fucking gun whore. Yeah. That's the problem. People are people are literally gun whores. Yeah. If you was my thing is this, I'm I'm 33 years old, never owned a gun. Okay, mm-hmm. is that something to be proud of? Not at all. But I've made it this long without a gun. People treat guns like it's fucking food. Yeah, you need you, you need water. You need food to live. Mm-hmm. You don't need a gun. Mm-hmm. And the most people that are are like gun whores. Here's another thing too. What I noticed: most people that are just gun crazy, they don't even know how to throw a left or a right jab. <laughs> Your only strength is shooting somebody. It's almost like they want to shoot someone sometimes. Yeah. I wish they would come in my house. I got something for them. Yeah. yeah. I just got I just got my new toy today. They posting pictures of their gun on, on social media. They they posting guns and it's just like we've romanticized having a gun. Mm-hmm. Like, is that what really being American is? Like yeah. it's just ideology. Yeah. It's not <laughs> It's not being American. It's my right to have a gun. I should have a gun, right? Yeah. That's your gun, but, but uh, it, I mean, we're built on that. You yeah. Know? You have the right to bear arms. That's yes. 
you know, it's just part of the Constitution. Yeah, it is. It's part of the Constitution, but people only respect the parts of the Constitution they want. Yeah. Because when Colin Kaepernick got on that fucking knee, oh, it's a problem. You <laughs> like our country to get out. Yeah. So it comes back to that. Yep. You know, you want to go crazy over guns. Don't touch our guns in martial law. You're loud about that, right? You're boisterous. You're very loud about that. Mm-hmm. But a man that didn't say a word and got on one knee under the same constitution of the fucking same constitution. Mm-hmm. And you had a problem. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. You, the, the hypocrisy of this country, mm-hmm. the hypocrisy of our democracy <laughs> is a fucking joke sometimes. Yeah. You know, but you know what? I love this country because I do know that if I was anywhere else, I would not have the same exact freedom. I'm not saying everywhere. There's some countries that are great. But for the most part, I am blessed to be here. I'm, ble- I'm blessed to be in this country and grow. And I do respect my country. But don't you dare try to tell me I don't love this country because uh, of the whole gun thing. I just yeah. don't feel that guns guns don't bring anything positive to that's one situation. thing we got to start doing too is just because you criticize something I don't mean you don't want to be in be in the country or exactly. you don't want to you know be a part of this you know this country people criticize people criticize sports teams exactly everything they're you know significant other and yep. stuff like that but at the end of the day that doesn't mean you want to get rid of whatever you. or you want to switch teams or something it, like that it is called convenient criticism yeah you like to criticize things when they're convenient for you yeah you know but at the end of the day you actually kind of hip you kind of a hypocrite mm-hmm. you know because it's like you're all in on this but then when i bring up something when i bring up something else that is exact. It's basically the equivalent to what you brought up. Now you giving me hell about that. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, get out of here. Yeah. A lot of the this look. How can you make something better if you don't criticize it? That's for real. Like, how can we make this country better as a whole if we don't say anything and just let it go on? Yeah, I mean that's why we have amendments. Yeah, right? you know what I mean. <laughs> right. That's why we're able to vote. That's why women are able to vote because once upon a time, some people was like, "Hey, like, why, why aren't black people allowed to vote? Why aren't women allowed to vote?" Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, why is there slavery? Like, what's going right, on? Right. Right. What's going on? Yeah. Why? Why is why is that linebacker picking cotton? <laughs> <laughs> you got fucking Ray Lewis picking cotton, man. Something's wrong. <laughs> Hey, you know what? There was a guy. He was he was a sports commentator, I believe. Uh, I believe. I think his name was Jimmy the Greek. It's a long time ago. He mm-hmm. made a comment and he said the reason why the NFL is predominantly black and there are so many huge players is because of slavery. And he, I think they ended up firing for it. But honestly, he has a point. Mm-hmm. Did you know that they used to breed the biggest slave with the other slave, the biggest strongest slave? Yeah. And when you look at some of these motherfuckers in the NFL, man. These guys are bigger than me, faster than me, stronger than me. The dude could be like six foot five, two hundred and eighty pounds, runs like a four three, mm-hmm. and could jump like forty inches off the ground. And you're like, how does this fucking possible? Yeah. And it's a it's a possibility. I'm not saying it's real. 
LeBron James must have some ancestors. Yeah, LeBron must have some strong slaves <laughs> back in his. LeBron has some strong slaves back in his. Day. He need to go to the, uh, 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 what's it called? Uh, not that, what's the, the the app called to find your ancestry. Ancestry. LeBron, if you go back to ancestry, it's gonna be like an eight foot slave. His uh, great 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 grandpa was named like Jedediah James. Yeah, <laughs> Jedediah James. Pick, <laughs> he used to pick cotton the fastest out of any. <laughs> Jedediah James had triple double in picking cotton. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! LeBron James had uh, his mom was uh, his mom was Harriet Tubman. <laughs> No, no, his great grandmother was Harriet Tubman, and then his uh, great grandfather was uh, uh, Colonel Sanders. <laughs> oh, heck, man. oh man, that's bad, man. I shouldn't be cracking jokes like that, man. Somebody like a um, who else is a crazy freak athlete? Le- LeBron is the number one. Yeah, you can't. Not too many people. Somebody like a um, what's that receiver from the? Oh, Calvin Johnson. Julio Jones. Julio Jones and Calvin Julio Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, Calvin Johnson, too. Yeah, these dudes is big yeah. dudes, man. I just I just wonder. And you know, the crazy thing is, if you was ever run your ancestry back, like, you would see some crazy shit. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody mm-hmm. is one thing. They'll be like, oh, I'm white. Oh, I'm Mexican. Oh, I'm black. Yeah. You are not You are not who you think you are, bro. Yeah. You are not who you think you are. I guarantee you, if you white... And you look your ancestry back, it's gonna be some big ass black dude. You be like, "Who the? What's going on?" You know what I'm saying? With a wide nose, breathing all the white man's air. Oh, that, <laughs> if you white and you got thick curly hair and a big nose, somebody in your family was black. <laughs> I'm telling you, I seen white guys with straight up afros. <laughs> yes, yeah, both his parents white. Oh, I, I seen the. Oh, I wish I had it on my phone. It was like. Um, it had to be a long time ago before the I think even before the word meme was invented. Uh-huh. But there was a straight white kid like um I think he actually Yeah, it was just it was just something on the internet. Uh-huh. And he had like the craziest waves that 360 waves I ever yeah. seen in my life. And yep. uh some black dude like commented on the thing, gave him props and stuff and he was like appreciate it, bro. But it was just a trip seeing like the white kid, and he was just, you know, like niggas used to yeah, yeah. brush their hair. <laughs> they, get the, they get the high angle to show the yeah, uh, the, the waves. Yeah, white dude. I'm telling you, man. <clears throat> like I'm telling you, man. You are not one thing. You are. You are not. That's why I think it's pointless, really, to be racist. Yeah. Mainly because we all come from something we really don't even understand, man. But even even then, there's people that's half half black and half white that hate white people. Yeah, and so, it's like, what are you like? It's not really like any. Your fucking mom, dude. <laughs> your mom is white. She loves you. How do you hate white your people? Your mom is white. What the fuck you. is your problem? <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, you know what I noticed too? What? Like light skinned people or like half black, half white people. They, they be, be the, the most they be, proactive. They be the most pro black, militant black people I've ever yeah. seen in my life. You be like, man, you only like. <laughs> You you literally half white acting like this, bro. Like that's crazy. Really, right now? Yeah, yeah. That's shout that's, out to all the half breeds. Yeah, shout out. Yeah, shout out. What's that other that, that black dude's name that got up there? Damn it, he was like on a soap opera. He, oh, Jesse Williams. Jesse Williams. He's supposed to be dating um, somebody. I forgot. Is he black? Yeah. Okay. See, if you if you gotta if you gotta do that if you do that pro black stuff and you have uh, you have black and half white, then like I guess if. If you, you can't be, it. yeah, you can't be like Jesse Williams or Colin Kaepernick and dating like a white girl. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
<laughs> we could cut some slack if you like if you a darkie and you dating a white girl. <laughs> if you half black and half white and you dating a white girl, we can't cut you no slack, bro. Oh man. <clears throat> ain't nothing wrong with white girls though, man. <laughs> we talked about this. Yeah. Ain't, ain't nothing wrong with y'all, man. Yeah. Matter of fact, you can hit me up. Number six six one. Oh man. Yeah, we, we got way off target, man. This was this was actually about school shootings. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. But uh, you anything else to add on that, dude? No, nah, man. All right, man. We're going to go into something that uh, most people enjoy, and that's hip-hop. Now, obviously, the times have changed, but we'll just speak about, you know, the evolution of hip-hop. Mm-hmm. Um, when hip-hop first popped off, it was like, I said, a hip Hop, hip it, hip it to the hip, hip hop, and you don't stop the rocking to the. That was how it was back in the early. Matter of fact, that was in the seventies when that came out, late seventies. Late seventies. And then later in the eighties was like LL, LL Cool J is hard as hell. Like that was like still in the early like mid eighties, right in there. And as time progressed, and you started getting. NWA towards the end of the 80s like mm-hmm. fuck the police speaking about the realities coming straight of, from the underground yeah being, come talk about the realities of being black in Los Angeles mm-hmm. getting dealt with by the police and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was many different forms of art uh, and now we have reached a time in hip hop where first of all me being my age I do not expect hip hop to uh, relate to me I, I'm out of the loop I'm not a part of the youth anymore you know, I'm actually the, like their dad. So I think mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I've taken a step back. And I'm, I can, I used to say, man, this shit is trash now, man. But, uh, but first of all, you need to have an open mind. Don't just sit there and say something is trash just because it doesn't relate to you. That's actually very close-minded. Mm-hmm. Find, if you don't like something, I think you should listen to it and listen to more of it. To find something that you could relate to. Yeah. Um. Like it. The 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 artist now. I went from okay in high school for me, which was the peak of me listening to hip hop. I was like in the Wu Tang, and I was into uh uh, pretty much all of Def Jam, like Jay Z, DMX, even Ja Rule at one time. Um, uh, Jada Kiss, all kind of different artists that I really like. Oh, one of my favorite artists was actually Exhibit mm-hmm. back in the day. Exhibit was dope. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you fa- you flash forward all the way, like, 15 years later, 16 years later, and it's, like, Lil Uzi and Lil Yachty and Lil yeah. Pump and Lil Peep and all these little niggas. Goddamn, everybody little nowadays. <laughs> Back in the day, they had, like, Big Daddy Kane and, you know, but now everybody little. And it's, like, Lil Xan is another dude. This guy, his name is Lil, Lil Xanax. That's not crazy. I think he changed his name. Yeah, I don't know what he changed his name to. Who gives a yeah, fuck? Yeah, he changes right now. Yeah, but, <laughs> but it's like now we've entered almost as well like a drug culture where, you know, they're like taking his aunties with a, you know, the smoking on some part. It's like everything has got to do with drugs. Mm-hmm. I think that is literally the worst message to the worst message to put into music because people are actually doing these drugs. Yeah. Xanax. They're snorting Xanax. Um, uh, sir, uh, uh, promethazine, mm-hmm. but that's the I don't put that on these youngsters. I put that shit back on in Juicy J. Yeah, cause sipping on some scissor, sip sipping on nobody knew what that was, but when that song came out, 
that's when people started doing that promethazine big yeah. time. That that shit came out when I was a freshman. Yeah. That was rap makes everything cool. Yes. Rap can literally be like if Kanye West made a song. Yes. Um like like um <clears throat> like that read remember that read a book song? Read a book, read a book, read a book in book. Who was that? Three Six Mafia? Nah, it was it was like some random dude. It was just like a it was like one hit wonder type of dude. But they no, basically uh Did he ever read a book? I hope so. (laughs) 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 Oh, I have no idea that is. Yeah, it was just a one-hit wonder. Everyone thought it was um, everyone thought it was Lil John, but it wasn't Lil John. It was some dude that um, he just kind of sounded like him. Oh wow! But basically, what I'm trying to say is that if like rap can make anything cool, so if if somebody like Kanye West or Kendrick Lamar were to come out with a song called Read a Book, there would be a lot more kids just out randomly reading books. Yeah. Rap has a bigger impact than what you think it does. Yeah. It, it definitely has a bigger pa- impact than what you think it does. Um, the crazy thing about it too, man, is <laughs> like I said, people are actually doing this shit. Mm-hmm. They're actually taking Xanax. They're actually... A sip and scissor. If they're sagging their pants, all that shit came from rap. Yeah. It all, and you think about it, man, the hairstyles and the clothes, it's just like all this shit came from rap, man. Yeah. And what I think, honestly, they got to change the message too. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I listen to like Meek Mill or other artists, and they'd be like, I cooked up a half a brick and then I sold it. And it's just like, bro, you talking about drugs? You're a fucking millionaire. Yeah. You don't sell dope no more, man. Stop talking about that shit. Yeah. Because back in the day, the rap didn't have that. All all they talked about is how fly they were, how many girls they had, how much money they was making, but they never talked about doing dope, selling dope, none of that shit. And it's crazy, man. It's crazy what they brought to the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking about... I was just thinking about the different eras too. Like back when I was in college, they had the, just a whole bunch of different like hip hop. It was way different. Like they had snap rap for a little bit. The yeah. snap artists lean with it, rock with it, lean with it, rock with it. Everybody had on fucking 10X t shirts hanging down to their knees and long ass shirts and shit Maybe like I that. Saw, remember that Soldier Boy? Uh, oh, Superman? yeah. Superman? Yeah. His that shirt was. Man, Soldier Boy, that shit his was shirt crazy. Look, his shirt looked like a prom dress. Bruh, and people was wearing them long-ass tees, though. And Extra it, tall, freaking pro clothes. Yeah. Like I never wore that. You look like a black ghost with that shit on. <laughs> Boo. Like you chasing Pac-Man. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, man. And then T-Pain was real big back then. Yeah. But, yeah, T-Pain, uh, yeah. T-Pain, uh, Bubba Sparks. Remember Bubba Sparks? Yeah. Kali Paul, Bubba Sparks. Booty, 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 rocking everywhere. Rockin it. And uh, that shit like that. And then you think about from that era, I say from that time, I say from like 05. No, I'm going to say from 04 to about 08, it was like a certain era of rap. Mm-hmm. Like a different era because you had like... Um, uh, little Scrappy and all them, and Little John was real big, and mm-hmm. Little John and the East Side Boys. 
this rap has changed so much, man. Yeah. It's like you can't relate to none of this shit no more. Yeah. Like, you know, but at the end of the day, man, it's it's, it's I don't a, think I don't think there's ever been um I get, you know, like from there's never really been I think only now there that like the the most pop positive rappers are the biggest rappers. Yeah. I think it that only happened um recently. Yeah. Whether you think about like Tupac, you know, his most his most positive songs weren't, you know, those were all before he signed with Death Row. Yeah, Death Row was all this. And then once he got to Death Row, he was like shoot him up bang bang. Yeah, that's his um and then, you know, NWA and you know, they're always, you know, they're, you know, the most sexist music oh, yeah. ever made in hip hop type stuff. I'd rather fuck you. <laughs> and then he died from HIV. I don't mean for that to be funny, but I mean he did. God dang. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's bad. Mm-hmm. That a lot of that shit, we talked about it. A lot of that shit was rape culture, man. Yeah. Just the shit that the rappers were saying and, mm-hmm. you know, and it, I, I nutted in her mouth. She was, I was like, bro, you should not be talking about women like that, mm-hmm. bro. Mm-hmm. Calling women bitches. When I hear, like, people like, I love Drake. And I think Drake's a great artist. But when I hear him saying, when I hear him saying the B word, it kind of bothers me. Mm-hmm. Anybody, even J. Cole using the B word, it bothers me. Yeah. I feel like you could be a great artist without calling women bitches in your, in your. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That and uh, that and talk about shit you never did. Yeah, like that's you, played out. That's played out, dude. Nobody want to hear about and in the, the gang culture when that really got involved with hip hop. That really fucked it up. Yeah, like YG man, uh, YG to me is a little bit annoying. Like I respect him as an artist, but it's like so whoa. You know what I'm <laughs> And it was like, man, I like YG. I don't got nothing bad to say. Nobody about care about you being a blood man. Everybody a blood or a crip nowadays, man. Yeah. Everybody a blood. Mm-hmm. You look at somebody's bio, you're like, um, uh, firm believer in God, hard worker, <laughs> crip. <laughs> People putting get a gang in their bios. You be like, man. That's crazy. Man, dumb shit. Yeah, I think um Yeah, the gang culture is one one other thing that kinda like the thing with the hip hop is such a, it's such like a following that was like a follower mentality. Yes. So whatever's popular, they're going to kind of run with it. So yes. whether, you know, when, when Death Row came out and everybody was gangbang, you got Snoop Dogg, mm-hmm. Suge Knight, yep. everybody on the label was all, you know, banged out. Um, so whatever other, you know, label that's coming up, they kind of want to emulate that same thing. So yep. they may force a, somebody that's just a good rapper and was a, actually a good kid to try to you know, become this big drug lord in reality, they never really, you know, did anything like that. Man. Like, you you think about, like, so you have, you know, you have the Snoop Dogg, and Snoop Dogg at one point was the biggest artist in the world, and yeah. everyone knew that he was a crip and stuff like that. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, you, you, you it trickles down the line, you got other artists coming out, you got Game coming out in the early, oh, yeah. what, did, what did he come out in the mid-2000s? Game came out in 05. 05, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you got the game coming out. The game was, um, he's he wasn't the first blood to be a rapper, but he exactly. was one of the first ones to kind of like put it in the forefront. Because at one point it was like the most popular rappers was all like Crips, I guess you could say. 
Um, but after the after that, you know, you got you know people you know trying to emulate that. So you got people like Little Wayne to where like it don't really even make sense for him to be a blood because you know he was just so young when he started rapping. Like how was you? How was you even in a gang like that? You know what I mean? And there's multiple rappers that came after him that was just like, like, dog, like, when did you start game? Like, when did you exactly. get put on in the game? Like, when did this happen? You've been rich your whole life. Like, what, exactly. what's going on here? And, and the whole thing in, in, in regards to Tupac was this. And people don't like when you talk about it. But um, Tupac went from, like, the, uh, uh, the digital underground, all that party music and stuff. And, you know, he went from all that to, like, throwing up West Side and all. I'm just like, nobody talks about that side of Tupac that was extremely fabricated. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and the thing about it is, and people get pissed off when I say this, but they say, who the best rapper from the West Coast? All oh, Tupac, hands down. Tupac wasn't from the West Coast! Yeah. He wasn't even from here. Mm-hmm. If you want to talk about who the best in the West Coast ever... Rep the West Coast harder than anybody, in my opinion, is Ice Cube. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> when you people just I don't know, they just they they have the same opinions. They don't really they just they just have the same exact opinions. And they fail to realize that all the throwing up the West Side and all this gang shit, that didn't come until Death Row. Mm-hmm. Before that it was like that Brenda's got a baby and Yeah. All that type of shit. Like he had Brenda's a message. Brenda's got a baby is my favorite Tupac song. Yeah, my favorite Tupac song ever though was "I Ain't Mad at You." Yeah, cause that song resonates with me to this day. Mm-hmm. You know, like you know, if I get curved by a chick or something, I just what? hear that song. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> it just playing your head. When I you ain't see, mad at you. When you see that, uh, the what is it? When you uh, send somebody a direct message on Instagram and it just say a little eye or say the little I. Yeah, <laughs> that song just start playing in your head. Hey, that'd be a funny sketch. <laughs> I know you ain't text me back, but I ain't mad at you. Dun, 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 and Tupac dun. just walk up with a white suit on. Yeah, and he just start rapping to the girl that curved me. <laughs> Uh, then you got can't get right in the background too. Dang. Yeah. Shout out to Pop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't get me wrong. I love Tupac, man. But yeah. it's just certain things people got to understand about the man. The man mm-hmm. wasn't really from. He was from Baltimore. He wasn't really from here like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you know, uh Live and Die, like certain songs he made Live and Die, live and die in LA. LA. It wouldn't be LA without Mexicans. <laughs> so yeah, the Tupac Tupac definitely made some some uh great records, man. Yeah. Um that was a totally different time in hip hop now. We you know, we gotta realize we moved on from that time a long time ago. I'm not trying to be one of them old dudes that's like Man, it was way better than I don't even listen to nothing. So you mean to tell me you don't listen to nothing but old music? Yeah. Stop that, I bro. think I think now, especially now, there's so many artists out there. Because mm-hmm. it's so easy to make music. I think that um, for you to be like, man, I don't listen to nothing nowadays. All this stuff is whack. Like, you can find something out there. There's Definitely. some rapper on SoundCloud. There's, there's a lot of good artists out Everywhere. there. Everywhere. You know, he may got like, he or she may have a thousand listens on their page, but mm-hmm. their music is just dope. Bruh, very so, true. Yeah. And, and my thing is this. I just love good music. I just love hip-hop in general. Mm-hmm. I love different genres. Like, But only my problem with hip-hop is like it's the only musical genre that doesn't have 
different genres within it. Yeah. Like with, you know, with country, they got like bluegrass and something else. And they just got different types of country. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to hip hop, it's just like, oh, I don't listen to that bullshit. I don't listen to Migos. I only listen to this or this and that. It's like, bro, good music is good music. I could listen to Tupac and then listen to Migos and then listen to Post Malone and then listen to Wu-Tang. I, I didn't listen to Jay-Z. I just like good music. I don't like to narrow down what I listen to to yeah. one type of thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've even, uh, I even started listening to 21 Savage. I, I, for the longest, I was like, man, 21 Savage is garbage or... Yeah. He's annoying, mm-hmm. but I actually listened to his album, and I felt that he made good music for the type of music he makes. Mm-hmm. I'm not comparing him to nobody because that's just not fair. Plus, he ain't like he ain't that type of artist. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Am I saying I like like I just oh two, uh, Twenty One Savage is dope? I think he's a good artist for the type of music he makes. Mm-hmm. But you would you can't group that all in and like. Man, compared to Tupac, 21 Savage is garbage. Like, why would you compare those two guys? Yeah. Two different dudes. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, man. Hip-hop in general is kind of a complex thing. Yeah. But you know what? This is what I've learned over the years. Nobody, and I mean nobody, got a more thugged-out mixtape. You ever been, okay, like, you know how you ever heard, like, uh, somebody got, like, a gym mix and they phone, like... Mm-hmm. They got like a a, a, a gym playlist or yeah. like a, a like a just like a rap play like a playlist. Mm-hmm. Nobody got a more thugged out playlist than white girls, bro. Oh yeah, bro. They got the most thugged out. It'd be like Gucci Mane, mm-hmm. and it'd be like uh uh uh, <laughs> it'd be like Gucci Mane and Lil Wayne, yeah. and I'd be like, dang, like this is. Whose playlist is this? Uh-huh. Like, oh, this is oh, this is uh, Bethany's. You're like, what? <laughs> yeah. Like this shit is hard. Mm-hmm. Like I would have been for sure that this is like a game banger that it had. <laughs> That's real. <laughs> like, man. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, man. But as far as hip hop goes, man, it's it's changed mm-hmm. a whole lot. And if you don't like it, then. That's just a part of life. Now you've 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 officially became your parents. Now now you could hate everything. You've I just don't want to be that guy mm-hmm. where I've reached the age where I, where I hate everything. I don't like anything, and that's just like that's just I'm just gonna stick to that idea. I yeah. just can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. But in regards to uh, anything else, you got anything else to add on the hip hop, brother? Nah, man. All right, well, unfortunately, we've came to the end of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Once again, it's been a pleasure being on the airwaves here. And um, you, you, you're digging into our minds. And I think at this time in episode eight, you know more about us. So if you see us out in public, man, just uh, give us a holler. Um, maybe I'll get a little bit of grab on the booty or something. And uh, <laughs> What? You know, a little squeeze. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just fucking there you around. Go with man. that rape culture. Again. No, no. no. <laughs> oh no! I set myself up for that one, yeah. and then you, Mark McGuire, knock, <laughs> knock that out of the park. Pitching underhanded. Huh? <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thank you once again. Oh, we didn't do a current topic. Oh, go ahead, man. Come up with something real quick. 
Well, I, I don't know any of anything very stimulating. Oh, currently. let's talk about Kanye West and his uh, how people the reception of his new album. Oh, yeah, that's good. Go ahead, brother. That's right. So you know, just a what was it? I don't know what. Maybe a week or so ago, a couple weeks ago, everyone was all on Kanye West. Oh, Kanye West is he's out of his mind. He's crazy. He's delusional. He's talking about slavery was a choice. He's talking about, you know, he's wanted to be friends with Donald Trump. He got some MAGA hat. Everyone's done with Kanye West. Oh, we're going to get Kanye West out of here. Fast forward to, what was it, last Friday, Kanye West album drop. It's trending all over Twitter. Everyone's loving the album. <laughs> what, what happened? What happened? I thought... I thought we got Kanye West out of here, but all of a sudden, you know, he dropped, you know, he dropped seven songs on a on a new project, and everyone's just like, "Oh my gosh, Kanye West!" Kanye West responded to his latest criticism by stating, "Poopity scoop, poopity loop, poopity scoopity poop, poopity scoopity scoopity loop." I'm just like, that just is it's crazy. They need to rename that song to Kanye forgot to take his medication. That, ah. that would be the the correct. <laughs> title for that song because you know what though what it proves is this we all understand why that happened it happened because people are very fickle yeah you know people want to feed the popular opinion once they feed that popular opinion they say hmm well since i feel like this and everybody feels the same way i guess it's all right Mm -hmm. And then they listen to the Kanye's album. They're like, you know what? This is actually a cool album. Kanye did it again. Another hit. Yeah. It's just like, man, I, that's why the, the number one thing you have to do, especially nowadays, is sit back and wait. Don't be one of the first people to sit there and say, oh, Kanye did this. I hate him for this. Or I can't believe he said this. Mm -hmm. Don't be outraged by anything. Mm -hmm. Just sit back and watch it. Sit back and analyze it. The smart, the best thing to do in today's society, especially, is to be analytical. Just analyze what's going on. Don't say shit. Yeah. Don't say shit. Cause when, cause what happens is whatever action you take after, well after it, it will be genuinely thought out, and you won't be like everybody else out here hating somebody five minutes later, loving them them the next ten minutes. It's like, dude, stop it. Yeah. I think that. Um... I guess what I will say, though, there's a lot of the most, um, I guess white people are the people that consume hip hop the most. Yeah, yeah. So there's probably a vast number of white people out there that didn't have a problem with what Kanye West did. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That probably could, that could be. That could yeah. be. So I guess I can say, like, I'm not sure exactly who are the people that, you know, I, I'm not like. You know, scouring through the internet to find what person was saying like they're done with Kanye West, and then, you know, the person that's you know posting about it on social media. But, um, you know, there were a lot of like social media figures that was out that were out there saying, you know, that you know why are we still listening to Kanye West? This guy's you know this guy's losing it. I lost all respect for him. Then the album dropping, people were playing it. It's just like yeah. You know what? But here's the same. Here's the thing. This is why. This is why it's important to sit back and and analyze things, like I stated, uh -huh. because if you're a person that feels that way, okay, fine, right? If you don't want to listen to Kanye's music, okay, fine, because I'm still gonna listen to it, because uh -huh. I'm not outraged by what he said. 
Mm. I mean, it's just Kanye being Kanye. He said a lot of crazy shit in the past. Mm -hmm. Okay. But here's the thing. If you stop listening to Kanye, you need to also stop listening to these artists talking about killing and shooting people and people actually dying in the fucking streets. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just saying, like, you got people dying and and you got cats talking about selling crack Mm -hmm. and shooting people and having guns. Right, mm-hmm. which is not is not very it's not a very good uh, it's not very good it's not very good to spread that type of message. Yeah, and Kanye's message obviously bothered you, so you got to take you got to take a, a deep look at how you really feel. Because mm-hmm. how do you really feel? Do you hate what he did more or less because you just don't like Donald Trump or because you just don't like what he did? Yeah. Because my thing is this: I don't feel Donald Trump at all. But when he said, you know, uh, Donald Trump, that's my boy. I didn't even feel any way about it. Like, I didn't even, like, I just didn't feel any way about it. I was not outraged by it. I just, yeah. I just honestly didn't give a fuck. Yeah. It's like, we're talking about Kanye West. Yes, he's just, like, an entertainer. Yeah, he just, he's not Jesus Christ. Yeah. I know he named his now, album. Now, if Jesus came out and was like, you know, I'm rocking with Donald Trump now, I might be like, man, I'm, I might be Muslim now. <laughs> <laughs> Giving up pork for good. No bacon for me. Oh man. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, man. I just I I can't put too much stock into <clears throat> being outraged about Kanye West doing anything. Yeah. It's like you're just contributing to this main idea of how everyone should feel. Like, stop letting the internet tell you how to feel. Yeah. I've seen some black entertainers. It was not not entertainers, but like public figures it was one chick like so y'all y'all ain't gonna say nothing like y- y'all listening to his listening party in wyoming like really like after what he did and i'm just thinking like i mean if you feel that way i respect that mm-hmm. but at the same time i'm just kind of like dude this guy's an entertainer you're making him what you're doing is you're putting him in a box mm-hmm. you gotta understand something kanye west may have a mental problem but if he decided he want to support somebody then it's like, I mean, who are you to say anything? Yeah. You, it's like, it's like, okay. Like, it's like you put me in a box and say, Eddie, you can only date um, women from Cambodia. And if you date anybody else, you let us down. You know? It's yeah. like, what the fuck? Like, are you serious? You're going to get some good breast milks if you get, get some it. Cambodian breast milk. <laughs> That's some real uh, authentic. <laughs> But yeah, man, I just like stop putting people in a box. That's where most of the problem comes from. Yeah, is you, is like you see a person, and we do this all too often, men especially. We do this like it, it or not just men especially. We all do it. Like we meet somebody. Let's say we like them. We're like, oh, she's like a good girl. You know, she goes to work. She does this. She's a cool person. And mm-hmm. as time progresses, you start to see who this chick really is. She's yeah. a fucking nutcase. Yeah. But you being you, you had to be just putting these titles and putting these labels and putting her in a box or putting a person in a box without ever really understanding who they were. Mm-hmm. So that's what we do is it's like a part of our DNA to put someone in a box. And when they don't do what we want them to do, now they're a sellout. Now they're uncle Tom. Now they are racist. Now they hate black people. Like we, we got to stop that shit. Yeah. We got to stop that. Mm hmm. That's real, man. Yeah, like kind of like how we talked about in the, in the earlier. I don't know if we talked about it on here, but me and you talked about it, Eddie. 
yeah. about how we're we're putting too much stock into celebrity and yeah. what celebrities' opinions are. At the end of the day, they're you know they're just you know normal human beings with a bunch of more followers, or you know they may be more talented than an average person, but at the end of the day, they're just you know they're just a human being like us. So yeah, you know what I mean. If there's there's not really uh, a problem with anyone listening to Kanye West's new album. Just the um, just the hypocrisy is kind of funny, <laughs> or just the you know. Just the the way that you know his people are gravitating towards his album um, now that it's dropped, and I don't know, like I don't know some of the some of the reviews. Some people didn't, you know, some people listened to it and they was like, well, this is not really, this didn't really do much for me. Some people kind of felt like it was, it was just okay, and you know, some people, a lot of the blogs tended to like it, and some people was like, well. You know, there's still a lot more albums that came out this year that are better than this album. So, I don't know. I don't know how it is. I may listen to it. I may not listen to it. But, you know, I'm not, I wasn't one of those people on social media that was like, oh, man, Kanye West is crazy. I'm done with this dude. And then, that was literally, I literally seen somebody was like, I'm deleting all Kanye West's albums. Like, calm down. So I'm going to go back and find that person and see if he's listened to the new album. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hypocrite. <laughs> like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, it's not It's not that serious, man. It, it's yeah. really not. Yeah. I just... It, it kills me, man. It kills me, especially involving Kanye West. Yeah. You know, it's like, man... I don't... I just don't... I don't understand it, man. I think, you know what? I think if you paid, if you gave too much attention or put too much stock into what's going on with artists and this and that, then you would get drained. Mm-hmm. Some people just love it. They love the gossip. They love the, they love the learning new things about artists and what's their religious beliefs and all. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like when I see LeBron playing basketball, that's all I give a fuck it's about is LeBron him playing, playing basketball. basketball. I don't care what LeBron's favorite dinner is. I don't give a fuck if he likes cats or dogs. I don't give a fuck about none of that. Mm-hmm. People put too much. They put that their their interest goes deeper than actually seeing an entertainer or an artist. Mm-hmm. Just like we talked about uh, with Kevin Hart uh-huh. about how you know he posted pictures of his wife and all that, and then he cheated. They was like, man, I can't believe you cheated, man. Yeah. You you whack. You lame for that. This and that. And it's like mm-hmm. Kevin Hart is a human being. Yeah. And I understand what he did was wrong, but shit. Yeah. The guy likes pussy, okay? He's a human <laughs> being. You gonna you gonna kill the guy for that? Yeah. You know? I don't I definitely don't condone cheating on your wife, but damn. That's the like that's the only way you get disappointed is if you invest so much of exactly. yourself into following these people. Like if you were a person that was like, Oh my gosh, Kanye West is such a free thinker and you know what I mean? Everything he says is so profound, and you're one of those people. Once he start tweeting, you're like, you know, you're all in stitches, like hearting everything that Kanye West is saying. And then he says like, Donald Trump is my friend, and then all of a sudden you're like, you know, you're just, you know, you're just like thinking, oh, this is blasphemy, and you know, you're just like losing your mind, and you want to get rid of everything of Kanye West that you have. That like that's the only time that it happens. Yeah. But if you think of Kanye West as just Kanye West, then whatever he says doesn't have that much effect on, you know, how you feel about him. Because it's just, you know, it's just Now, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. One of my favorite shows ever was Seinfeld. 
Okay. Loved the show. Loved it. Still do like it. And I've warmed up to watching it. But I don't know if you guys know who Kramer is on the show. Very popular character. Me and my dad watched a bunch of the shows while they were still on. Then we watched the reruns. Um, but Kramer was doing a stand-up show at the Laugh Factory. And I guess he had a heckler. And he told that guy, he's like, shut up, nigger. He's like, shut up. Is that this was this if this was back in the day or whatever, we'd have a have a pitchfork up your ass and all this stuff. And then everybody was like, Whoa, whoa, that's not cool, man, you know? Mm-hmm. And the dude said the N-word a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if he was drunk or whatever, but it kind of made me look at him differently. Like when I watched episodes of Seinfeld, I was like, damn, this guy this, this guy was racist. fucking super racist. Like, God yeah. damn, you know? Yeah. But it didn't stop me from just watching the show. Mm-hmm. You know, I just it just made me it made me have a different perspective on it. But yeah, I just wasn't so sold. I wasn't like Kramer is this lovable character and he's the same way off of the mm-hmm. set. Mm-hmm. I never had predetermined that, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when I, this guy's dropping in bombs, I'm just like, well, hmm. yeah, what are you going to do? You know? I guess, in you know, in, in this in a certain aspect these musicians and actors and stuff they're they're almost just a vessel yes um to you know entertain people so i guess if if you just like kanye west's music um i don't i don't know if music is the right thing to use for that example just because people rap about their lives yeah. if you're acting if you're bill cosby like oh no don't bring he's him not up. he's not raping people on the cosby show <laughs> Slipping roofies and oh man, chocolate pudding, but um, but yeah, so you know, I guess acting is a little bit different. But Kanye West, I imagine, is going to be rapping about like his political views and him being friends with Donald Trump on his album. So <clears throat> I don't know, I don't know. Maybe you can listen to a couple songs and you know skip over the ones where he, he's acting crazy. Well. <clears throat> Yeah, I, I I I'm all done. I have nothing else to elaborate on in regards to this guy. Mm-hmm. I hope the best for Kanye. I hope he receive continues to receive the. Receive Bro, you gotta the, put your phone on vibrate. Yeah, my bad. Man. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. This ain't got his ringtone going on during that podcast. <laughs> sorry, man. <laughs> I, I got I got a whole bunch of different um you know a whole bunch of different people hitting me up about the podcast. You know, I just got I just got through talking to uh. Uh, T.I. just hit me up. He was like, hey, man, I heard your podcast, man. You know, I'm just bullshitting. But, uh, yeah, man, I, I don't have too much else to add on it just because, I mean, I'll be going in circles talking about the same shit with Kanye, man. That guy, that guy's Kanye is Kanye West, man. I just hope he continues to get the help that he needs so he won't come out with more songs talking about poop, you know. Why is Kim Kardashian meeting with Donald Trump? Though? Dude, that is a whole nother conversation. Oh, I just, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. I just don't know. I don't. That just know. doesn't even sound right. You said what? I said that don't even sound right. Yeah, it doesn't. Hey, actually, your uh, your your aunt just, I guess she sent me a flyer. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. You got anything else? No, nah, man. All right, man. Well, we made it to the end of this podcast. Uh, it's a, it's a very long, obviously a very long podcast. Uh, so if you have the mental, uh, 
what the mental stamina to listen to a long podcast. You've made it to this far. And uh, my prize to you is saying thank you for taking the time out of your day and your busy work schedule. Or if you just sit back and scratch your balls on the couch all day. Hmm. Thank you for listening. And uh, this is a Trucker's Mind podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, K. Fings. And you guys have a blessed day. Peace.